Welcome in, everybody. It's what we do every week here on 710 ESPN Seattle. We get in the cage, and it is a pleasure to bring to the program a local. Well, not really. She's in Chicago these days, but from the state of Washington, so we claim her as our own. She's with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. Juliana Pena is with us. Juliana, how are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, it's been a while since I've had a chance to speak with you, and uh, you got a, a massive fight. UFC 269 coming up. You taking on the champ Amanda Nunez, and and uh, just give me a sense of how training camp has gone for you. How the weight cut? I mean, it's always I always feel bad for you guys because they they set these interviews up during your your weight cut week, and often you guys are you know you don't want to talk to anybody. You're tired. You're hungry. You're you're cutting weight. How's this week gone for you? This week has gone great, honestly. I'm in a, I'm sitting pretty, uh, Bob. I, I'm uh, great with the weight. I'm great with the, the training camp. I feel great all around. I literally feel physically better than I've ever felt in my life, and um, I'm just, I'm ready to go. Honestly, I'm, I'm so ready. And you know, the, the camp was long, but we're here, and it's time. So I'm just ready to go out there and do the thing already. Well, how, how? Did that impact you? This is a fight that, that got pushed back because of COVID and, and you were already training at that point. So do you take a break in camp or do you still maintain, you, you sort of just dial it back and keep training? What do you do when, when you get a delay in a fight like that? Um, for me, I, I'm, you know, I'm a professional. You got to stay in the gym. You got to stay active. You got to keep working. And, uh, that's what I did. I, I, uh, don't know what else I would do if I wasn't fighting. So it was for me, not a big deal, you know, to just stay in the gym and stay active. I think the biggest factor in the fight getting delayed is to make it to December without getting hurt. And I managed to do that just fine. And so all, all, uh, boxes are checked and now we're just ready to be released. Yeah, I, I would imagine that, you know, at, at that point, the, the silver lining to it is, all right, now, now there's no stone left unturned. I've got more than enough time. There's not going to be any surprises from her. I mean, was there anything you did in that extra amount of time that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do had the fight gone off when it was supposed to? You know, I wanted to spend uh, more time with my daughter, I think, you know, because the fight would have been in August. That was my birthday month. It was coming right before my birthday, and I was excited to take a vacation for once. I've been in camp all year long, and I haven't had time to do something fun, you know, and go somewhere and, like, actually have a bit of a vacation. I've just been staying training. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this being over and done with so that I can uh, spend the holidays and just relax without, you know, feeling the pressure of, of the fight. Well, and it's, you know, arguably the biggest fight in your career. It's one you've been calling for. And I'll, I'll give you this. You've, you've been somebody who is not afraid to call anybody out. I remember years ago you calling out Ronda Rousey and, and trying to get her into the cage. And you've, you've certainly been calling out Amanda Nunez for a while. Now that it's happening, is it, is it surreal? Is it, is it exciting? Are there nerves? What are, what are the feelings as, you, as you, we're just a couple days away from this fight? Um. I'm sorry, my daughter was talking to me right in the middle of your question. Your question was, is it surreal to be fighting Amanda? Is that well, what it your just, question was? It, it was more about that you've, you've not been shy about calling out the best at the time throughout your career. You, I mentioned you were calling out Ronda Rousey years ago. Uh, that, that fight never happened, and you've been calling out Amanda for quite some time. And now it's, after the fight being delayed, it's finally happening. Has that, has that set in? Is it, is it a nervousness? Is it surreal? What, what, just give me a feeling now that it's, it's right there in front of you and it's going to happen. 
Uh, no, honestly, I'm cool. I'm calm. I'm collected. I'm ready. I uh, The best got to fight the best, you know, and when you're the champ, you have a target on your back. That's expected. People are going to be gunning for that spot. It's a part of the game, and um, that's how it works. Am I supposed to just not say anything and not breathe her name and not ever want better for myself? Am I supposed to just be content with bottom of the barrel? Like, that's just not the way I was raised. That's not the way my mindset is. I want to fight the best and be the best, and I want my chance, and I I want my opportunity, and I've finally been given that opportunity. It's been de- it's been delayed, but it can't be denied. And you know, at this point, it's just all systems go. I'm just ready for them to give me the green light, and we're ready. You, uh, I would say your trash talk's been effective because she's been commenting on it. Often people will will just sort of let it br- they'll brush it off and be like, whatever. She can say whatever she wants, or yeah, but she's she seems like you've gotten under her skin. She got mad. She called you a clown, and you know you're, she's going to make you pay and all of that. That's kind of the goal, right? You you want them to fight emotionally rather than being rational inside the cage. You want them to be you you want them off their game, not thinking and more reacting on emotion, right? Hey, man, at the end of the day, we'll see on Saturday night. One of us is going to be dead wrong. And on Saturday <laughs> night, that's the only thing left to do but see. What, what, where do you have the advantage over her? Clearly mentally already because I guess I'm getting under her skin. Um, you know, I feel really great. I feel strong in this weight class. I feel like I got a gas tank. I feel like I have the strength. I feel like I have the skills. Wherever the fight goes, I'll be comfortable, you know. So I just feel like I'm going to be able to bring my best and it's going to be better. So I'm comfortable wherever it's at. Well, w- without ex- exposing your, your your game plan, so to speak, it, it would seem most people that have watched you and have watched her said, all right, if, if Pena's going to pull this off, she needs to get this fight to the ground, that Amanda Nunez has got the striking advantage pretty much over anybody in that in that division. I'm going to guess you disagree, but your strength, I would, I would say, is, is on the ground as well. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like, hey, if I can get it there, that's where I really feel a level of confidence that maybe maybe on the feet you feel like you could take her, but the, but the ground is where you're comfort is um yeah i mean i I definitely think that i have an advantage on the ground that's obviously where you want to be taking all the fights but you know there's other great strikers that i have faced in the division such as valentina shevchenko or jermaine durandiman and i had them backing up on their heels the entire fight so you know it's it's like i said again wherever the fight goes on the feet in the clinch wrestling jiu-jitsu on the ground i'm comfortable wherever the fight goes and and i'm content and happy and you know i put in the work so it doesn't matter wherever it's at i i will be comfortable and i will be ready have you how how much have you changed as a fighter i mean i i've watched you since the beginning of your career you're you're to me the biggest improvement has been in your striking i felt like that if there was a weakness it was that that's been improved dramatically but for you just how different are you than the than the fighter that made your debut on the ultimate fighter back in 2013 um well, I don't think I'm that much different, but I definitely think that I still talk too much and that I, um, <laughs> you know, talk too fast. I, I definitely think that I have matured in, in my fighting. I think I looked at a picture from 2013 when I won the Ultimate Fighter till now, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've gotten so old. It's been eight years. I can't believe it. Um, but I definitely think, you know, there's things in the game that, you take into consideration that you didn't take into consideration before. In the beginning, you would be so diligent on certain things like everything that you're eating or how much, you know, um, putting too much emphasis on your opponent and thinking too much about your opponent, you know. And I think that 
as I grow as a fighter, I'm just realizing that, you know, there's things that you can get away with and they're not going to be the end all be all at the end of the day. There's things that, you know, you can um, do and it's not going to, you know, determine whether you win or lose or not. And so there's just, you know, learning on the job and just growing and getting that experience as a fighter that I think has has, uh, changed the most. You know, you, you mentioned your daughter being there. Obviously, you're you're that's a, that's a giant impact on your life as a fighter, just as anybody in any, any profession. Has it changed your your outlook on your career in terms of okay, I don't want to fight past this age, or I don't want you know I want X number of fights, or I want to stop by this this point in my career. Has it has it changed sort of an end date to you or a goal for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't want to be, you know, fighting forever. And I know that I can't fight forever. So I think that, you know, um, definitely having a a daughter is giving me more to fight for. But it's definitely not something that I want to, you know, continue to do for, you know, the next 10 years. Um, I think, you know, fighting is such a hard sport. It really, truly breaks down your body. And I know as a fighter and every fighter knows that you can't do it forever. So I definitely think that, you know, she gives me a very big motivation as to wanting to to make my money and to do as best as I can and create my legacy in the sport, cement my name in the sport. And then, you know, once I've built that, you know, empire, then I can then I can cash out and relax a little bit and go do something else. Yeah, Are you somebody that wants to go back and avenge losses? If you were to win this fight, I, I would imagine there might be a rematch in, in store. But uh, outside of that, you, you mentioned Jermaine Durandamy. You lost in that one. And then Valentina Shevchenko. Are those, are those ones you'd like to run back eventually? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Those are fights that I was winning. Those are fights where I had them in uh, a dead in the water type situations and I, and I screwed up. I didn't execute. I made some amateur mistakes. I've, I've fixed those mistakes and they're heartbreaking to, to know that that's what happened. But, you know, it's all experience and uh, it happened for a reason. I needed to learn and I needed to learn the hard way because I'm a type of person that learns my lessons the hard way. And I, uh, I definitely want uh, those rematches. And I've been very vocal about that in the past as well. Hey, uh, last one before we let you go. You, you did make that change. You were out there in Spokane. Now you're in Chicago. How, how has that impacted your training? Is it, is it just, you know, new voices, new eyes on the game helps you or, or, or was there a comfort level in Spokane? How much, how much different has it been for you? There is a comfort level in Spokane because that's your roots. That's where you come from. But I, uh, I am me being me. I took my roots and I picked them up and I made them come to me. And so my head coach, Rick Little, has been with me by my side um, through the last 13 years. And I make him come to Spokane and he wants to come to Spokane to or Spokane. Excuse me. I <laughs> ask him to come to Chicago and he comes and uh, he's been by my side this entire time. And we just train every single day. And um, he is the head coach. He'll always be my head coach but I definitely think that I got such a great team around me with my other coaches and they all gel well together they're all in communication with one another and uh, we all just make sure that we're on the same plan and that we're all vibing on the same frequency and that's I think going to you know be what makes me so successful is having such a great strong team and support group um, behind me well before we let you go how do you see this fight ending I see it with my hand being raised. You're not calling the submission, decision, knockout, just just a win. I'm not Nostradamus. I can only say that I can just, <laughs> I'm going to do everything in my power to get my hand raised. If I well, kick and scream and claw, I'm going to do it. 
All right. Well, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a great night. UFC 269 happening this weekend. The Venezuelan Vixen uh, is is in action, taking on Amanda Nunez. Juliana Pena has been our guest. And Juliana, obviously, the state of Washington here rooting for you. Hometown girl. We're claiming you. And uh, we'll be behind you this weekend. Wish you nothing but the best. Great to talk to you again. And hopefully we get a chance to talk to you after a big win. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you. Juliana. 